This episode is brought to you by Skillshare, the online learning community for the curious and creative people alike. You can choose from thousands of classes, learn, collaborate, and even teach a class of your own. It all starts on Skillshare. Find out more by clicking the link in the description. In a day filled with online meetings, presentations, and never-ending Instagram reels, choosing yet another screen to catch up on your reading might not seem like a smart idea. But what if it actually was? In fact, what if your experience of getting through your favorite books was so much better because you choose to hear them out and not actually read them? And why spend days trying to read long and heavy books when there are apps that summarize them in just about 30 minutes? Chances are that you might be hesitant about mixing technology and reading habits. So in this episode, we speak to Arpita and Shaumik, who join us from Bangalore and have been using tech to make time for their daily reading amidst their very busy schedules. Arpita is a chief marketing officer for a large enterprise software firm who has been talking to me about her love for audiobooks for quite a while now. Her husband, Shomik, is the CEO and co-founder of a startup called Lightmetrics, and he also happens to be a big fan of the Kindle. We talk about their transition to the new way of reading, how that's helped them read more books, and in fact also appreciate physical books a lot more. As always, with me is my friend Arun, my name is Sangeet, and this is another episode of Hey, You're On Mute. that for today's episode. Our guests today are Arpita and Shomik, who've been leading really, really busy lives as far as their careers are concerned, but they still manage to take out time to read and read more. Interestingly, they use a lot of technology to make sure that they stay on track as far as, uh, as, far as reading up on the latest recommendations and the latest podcasts are concerned. Welcome to the show, Arpita and Shomik. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Sangeet. Thanks, Arun. Um, just lovely being here and thanks for having us on the show. Thanks. Uh, thanks both of you and we're looking, really looking forward to this conversation. Hey, thank you so much for agreeing to be part of this uh, episode. I know it's taken some time to sort of for us to sort of set this up with all the remote working and the multiple waves that we've seen recently. Uh, but just curious, how, uh, you know, how have you guys been, uh, you know, I know the last couple of months with all of us being indoors, that must have been tricky as well. But if you could just let us know, how have you guys been? And uh, maybe give us a brief intro of what is it that you guys do? Yeah, so, well, uh, I, I actually, um, you know, lead uh, the marketing team uh, as a country CMO uh, for a large software company. Uh, so as you can imagine, yes, it, it tends to leave uh, very few hours in the day uh, to really uh, focus on, on our hobbies and, and the passion of, of reading. Uh, so, so that's pretty much uh, me, um, you know, Sangeet, and, and I'll ask Shramik to introduce himself as well. Yeah, so uh, I am the co-founder and CEO of Flightmetrics. It's a SaaS company in the automotive software domain. And, uh, you know, uh, running a startup is a, is a 24-7 job. Uh, and, you know, uh, that, that, that doesn't change. But, uh, but, you know, the pandemic has probably given me some, some time to explore my, my reading habits more so than it was before that. 
And that's really fascinating, right? So we've got a CMO and we've got uh, an entrepreneur and you guys still manage to catch up on your reading. Like I'm thinking right now, if anyone who's listening to this episode, if they say that they don't have enough time, well, I, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that we, that both Arun and me and our listeners have uh, can learn from you today. Reading, you know, I guess, you know, everyone comes at their reading in, in different ways. Um, Right. And, you know, I think there's no right way or, or, or wrong way. And, you know, we'll be sh- happy to share our perspective on, you know, how how we go about it. But, you know, um, and hopefully that, that helps some of your listeners. So maybe let's start with that. So how did you get into reading in the first place and how has it actually changed over time for you? I got into reading as a as a kid. Right. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you get it from family um, elder siblings, cousins, right? You know, your books handed over, right? So as far as I can remember, right? You know, I have I have been reading, you know, reading something before going to bed, right? Whether it's a page or two pages is, is always been uh, part of what I do. I should say that when smartphones started coming in, right? You know, and we started using, say, the last 10 years or so, right? I personally got into the, like many other people, unhealthy habit of, you know, finishing off your day by mindlessly browsing through you know news or social media or whatever right mm-hmm. and and that probably was a disruption and you know so I had to kind of um, build a habit to say okay I don't end my day with um, you know like a like a like a smartphone or a laptop but you know re- end it with with something more analog like a book or you know something close to that like a reading some a few pages on a Kindle um, so, uh, so you know, at least for me, that's kind of been been a been a change. And Arpita uh, probably has a different experience. Yeah, I think reading uh, is something which just comes through um, with you know the company you keep and and the friends you you make. Uh, and I think it, the good thing is for for most of us, I think we're usually blessed to have. Uh, you know, uh, family and friends and, and even from school, um, you know, where we anyway inculcate, um, you know, this this great habit of reading. So uh, I guess it's the same, very similar to what Chomik said. It, it, I've just been, I, I grew up reading and and it would literally be in any part, uh, nook and corner of the house or maybe outside while playing, maybe find this nice tree under which, you know, I could literally get comfortable with, with that book, which would take me uh, different places, literally uh, being at the same spot where I am at. Um, and I think that's sort of which which uh, led on. Uh, but, but what's more uh, interesting is I think, which also, you know, the whole uh, topic for today around tech, uh, sort of enabling and, and making it perhaps easier or, or different uh, for readers, uh, say, in the past decade or so. Uh, and I think I've definitely, you know, taken advantage of that as well and happy to share it uh, through our discussion and talking points. But essentially, I think, um, you know, uh, tech itself has also enabled its way into our busy lives where we've still continued with, with these old habits of ours. Uh, but of course, in a different way and on different platforms. Uh, so, so that's sort of my little journey of, of, of the book universe and how I continued um, keeping at it. And it's interesting that you mentioned that, Arpita. I think you were talking about earlier about how 
you know you could also use the book wherever you go right and it's very interesting because as we switch to tech and as technology sort of impacts and influences our reading the whole idea is about carrying 1000 books on a single device like kindle right up uh, curious because i know you you listen to a lot of audibles and i know uh, shomik also uses a lot of tech for reading do you guys remember when and why you you decided to switch to using uh, technologies or you know like for me the first time i began using tech for reading was you know downloading of uh, you know ebooks in their pdf formats onto my really old uh, phone or my laptop for that matter and at that point of time i remember that i didn't really enjoy the experience because yes it was there wherever i wanted it but you know scrolling down the screen wasn't something that uh, i really had a liking for so do you guys remember when you guys made the switch and what was that like yeah sangeet for me it was um it was very a clear switch right so you know um when uh, i started my startup uh, you know uh, after a few years it involved a lot of travel especially you know india to the us travel where i would have to sit on these 16 18 hour you know flights right and and you know even when i say landed in the us you know every other day i would be on a flight right say going from chicago to uh bay area from the bay area to dallas you know taking long flights you know meeting customers you know very very hectic um, you know schedule involving you know a lot of time spent on 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 plane plane seats and you know typically you know i was a luddite just like you right and i would carry books right so if i was starting to reading some thick tome i would carry it and you know traveling light when you're traveling for business is is the mantra right and soon i figured that there's only so much i can carry right and you know um, and that is when uh, you know i i got my first uh, kindle um, you know and and you know i said okay i'm going to be spending a lot of time uh, you know anyway in, in taxis and you know waiting for uh, at the airport in flights long long flights and you know um, you know so I just just you know carrying like a like a light kindle in my in my laptop bag that's much more feasible than you know carrying like physical books so for me actually that was that was kind of the the, the key driver yeah so i i think you know it's interesting because uh unlike shomik uh, uh you know i was i i've definitely been uh, of a late adopter of sort so i i don't think i was very open to the idea of switching to tech uh for for books for my reading because i really uh, wanted to stick to you know the hard cover you know really feel the pages really uh you know be into the book immerse myself uh you know as part of the book uh and i really need to feel the book for that um uh so therefore i think you know for me to switch uh to a tech platform was was nothing but a necessity i would say because um you know uh, uh, sangeet's aware the bangalore traffic uh, used to be quite something before the pandemic uh, just to get to work for me to be or even while traveling and i think uh, that was the trigger i i just figured that you know when when i'm in my in the car or you know when i'm driving uh, obviously you you can't read when when you're uh, at the wheel um and so on and so forth um and and therefore uh, i needed something which is where uh, you know i discovered audible and i even remember that at that point in time audible was not in india uh you know i had to actually um, access audible uk um as well as the us uh you know uh, hosted uh, version 
um, because um, you know I was I was that uh, keen on ensuring that I, I keep at it, and and the discovery was was absolutely. Um, you know, sort of that uh, light at the end of the tunnel where I really thought, okay, I, I wouldn't be able to keep at it, but but uh, it was a discovery which which really rekindled my, uh, you know, reading uh, habits as, as well as keeping at it, you know, when, when time mm-hmm. uh, was, was really not working out on my side. Uh, so that's sort of the journey which at least switched me uh, to, to this platform, but it wasn't as long back as, as maybe Shamik or, or some of you out there. Hmm. Just on this, actually, I mean, it's just a very interesting point. Do you ever see it as a problem having to, and this is specifically to the Kindle um, or any ebook uh, for that matter, ebook readers, do you see it as a problem having to stare at another screen after work rather than perhaps? holding a book, maybe flipping through pages, immerse yourself in a different experience, or even in your case, Arpita, I mean, you know, audible or something which is auditory in its, in its nature. Uh, do you see that being a lot different to, you know, just, just going back and looking at another screen? Yeah. So, uh, Arun, um, yeah, I, as I said, you know, I was a Luddite for the longest time about this, right? That, you know, I, I like the feel of paper and you know that's don't want a screen uh but you know maybe i'm so deep into it now i actually don't now distinguish too much between the kindle flipping experience mm-hmm. uh versus say reading a physical book i, I do both actually right. um uh, and you know that that screen uh somehow you know it the, my problem with smartphones is it's a rabbit hole right that you know, it it's uh, it basically induces ADD in people, right? Because you have <laughs> this text message coming up here, you've got this Google News alert coming up here, this uh, office email, right? So I think that way, right? I feel Kindle is a restricted enough device that you know um, it, it doesn't bother me uh, as much uh, as other electronic devices. I I absolutely agree with you on that, and. Uh... Uh, even for me personally, I think for me, the, the game changer was, um, I think one of these Amazon Prime days, I managed to get myself a Kindle Oasis. Before that, I used to rely on the Kindle app on my phone. Um, and there were times, I, I know I've spoken to Sangeet about this, there'd be endless moments when I'm reading a book and exactly like you say, there'd be notifications popping through. And, you know, you had these distractions where, you know, at the click of a button, you could be onto another app, maybe check the score, what's going on uh, in the world. Um, but as soon as I got the Kindle, I got to say, e-ink is a winner i mean it's so great on the eyes it's got this whole ability where you can read in the dark low light you know change your fonts change the color of the pages um it's it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah because it's a restricted device right i think that does the trick right i mean of course you know your phone is supposed to be the swiss army knife right where you can do everything and that's exactly the problem sometimes right just because you can do everything you know you're mm. doing nothing so so in in that sense right broader sense i I, I feel that, you know, no change, I mean, you know, I, between physical books and, and the Kindle, which is just a reader, right, you know, so, so you know, for me, it has been nice, and the e-ink, and the, it, it's, it's really nice on the eyes, you can read it before uh, going to bed, I, I, pers- I, maybe, I feel that, you know, it doesn't create, you know, issues falling asleep, or that you would, say, if you're looking at a tablet, or, or a smartphone, uh, or a laptop, just before going to sleep. So guys, if you've ever been on the fence about getting a Kindle and let alone reading at that, how about 
you just wanted to go about penning your thoughts or publish your notes um, or even a book, right? There's some really good information and material on Skillshare. Um, who also happen to be the sponsors of this podcast series. So maybe you want to gauge the best font or the size or the design layout, or perhaps you're just into drawing short comic panels and you've always wanted to publish your creations. How do you go about with the format? HTML, is there another format out there? Don't know, but there's a wealth of information for sure available at the mere click of a button and exclusive to HYOMS, I think that's what we're gonna end up calling you now. Um, there's a 40% off on annual subscription, link in the description. On the next segment, Arpita and Shomik share their opinions on whether society is still judgmental about what qualifies as proper reading and whether it still matters. Did you guys have any kind of hesitation while sort of switching to tech, uh, right? Because, uh, you know, just from, from moving from a more traditional way of reading to uh, to what you guys do today, was there some kind of hesitation? Were there, were there some challenges initially uh, that you sort of had to figure out your own hacks on how do you get over some of these? Yeah, so I think unlike uh, Shomik, I, I haven't yet a switch to the Kindle, you know, which which is interesting because it's just coming to what Arun mentioned earlier. Uh, to me, it's while it it has its um, you know uh, USPs. Uh, to me, uh, that's still not working uh, uh, to 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 my uh, acceptance level, you know, um, because it, it it is another screen in my mind. Sure. It is again, you know, it it still has that ambient light, uh, or or you know, uh, and yeah. it's the thing. It it obviously doesn't have the feel uh, of a real book, right? Uh, so so that that still uh, I I haven't yet uh, gone over that hump. Um, you know, uh, and therefore I'm still very stuck to uh, paperback or, you know, the hardcover books uh, still in the night, even if it's my lamp uh, on the side, um, you know, it's, it's pretty traditional that way. Uh, I would still prefer uh, reading through my table lamp uh, under that light, uh, a real book, um, you know, as opposed to the Kindle. Um, so, but the only key switch I had done was more audible, which was when I was on the move. Uh, but I do have more insights or to share where I, I do use it at home as well. Uh, but I'll leave it to later. Uh, but yeah, I haven't definitely yet made the switch to the Kindle. One of the first things I remember, like when I was trying to see if there's a way I could make a transition into a Kindle or even like pick up a Kindle is this constant judgment, maybe from people going, hey, that's not a real book. I mean, exactly some of the points that you've mentioned, right? But do you think over time, and this is 2021, right? We've, we've you know, we've been way past it. We are well into the digital age. Everyone's got a, a screen in their hands. Have you reached a point where people don't judge you anymore for carrying a Kindle or such a device? Or do you reckon there are purists out there who still stand by it? A lot of people have moved to the Kindle for, for a lot of the reasons. And, you know, they're not, mm-hmm. it's not either or, right? You know, People like the Kindle, you know, it's portable when they're traveling and all of that. And they still read like physical books uh, when they have the opportunity. I think the convenience of it uh, on the go that, you know, if it strikes you at a coffee shop or an airport, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, just download it and, you know, you have it there. So I, I don't feel a stigma attached to it or anything, you know, because at least in, in, in the circles that I, I move in, People will will often say, right? You know, he did. I read this on the Kindle. Why don't you get it? And and I I think uh, you know people are are comfortable straddling both worlds. Uh, you know, they they get it that you know it's if you read Ulysses on a Kindle or if you actually manage to read it on a paperback book, 
uh, it doesn't really matter <laughs> the fact is you managed to finish it right you know so uh, the, the medium is not uh, is not the message in this case um, so I'm I'm I'm, ve- I'm very <laughs> I'm very glad that he brought up Ulysses because I I had this thing in my head as well. Uh, this is more of um, an audible and auditory related question as well. Um, especially books like Ulysses or any of the I don't know like a Virginia Woolf books that you take. Um, do you think? And this might be a question to Arpit actually. Do you think that audio books are particularly advantageous here because uh, you know a book like Ulysses has got this whole stream of consciousness writing, so. actually hearing it 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 seems like you're getting into the flow of the writing the way the author actually envisaged when they wrote the book do you get that added sort of uh, appeal when when you hear those books uh, being read out to you yeah so i think absolutely i mean um, uh, it, it suddenly comes alive right um, with audio books um, more often than not um, you know you'd notice that the writer is is often the narrator right and and therefore that sort of experience uh, from the pen to the mic uh, and and then you know kind of immersing again this is another sort of immersive experience mm-hmm. um it it sort of uh, it it does give you that next level of um you know appreciation i definitely enjoy it and i i tend to be even even for example the other the other you know biographies and memoirs so mm. you know something like, like maybe barack obama's promised land where he reads it out himself yeah, yeah, yeah all of them right the promised land or even elon musk for that matter or even michelle obama's you know becoming or invent and wonder right by jeff bezos so mm. it's been quite a few right and 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 a lot more especially uh, where say the writer uh, takes the effort to be the narrator i mean is is something which is surreal oh literally just you know hearing any book read out by stephen fry i imagine <laughs> absolutely right i mean so yeah that that is unique do you sort of have your pick saying maybe i will choose uh, maybe a specific genre is better suited for let's say the kindle uh, something of that sort or and and maybe uh, for you also arpita like do you do you decide that only for that genre uh, you would sort of switch to an audible you know i i think certain genres sometimes do work better than the other um sure. so like i was sharing earlier you know when it comes to memoirs or biographies uh, if if then the writer is the narrator for example say you know uh, i was talking about the promised land earlier or mm-hmm. you know capacity of hope so barack obama for example always makes the effort to be the the narrator right but for example in say elon musk's book he was not the narrator however uh, you know ashley vance who was uh, you know who had interviewed him etc he he had made a really good effort to narrate Uh, that biography right so i i think somewhere it's also um, you know so so that is also an acceptable mode is what i'm essentially saying because it's sort of walking through uh, that uh, you know person's journey um, uh, and and walking through their lives uh, almost through a conversation um, so i think that's that's very appealing um, but at, on the other hand uh, when it comes to uh, say health and wellness you know uh, and and things like that at least my person the preference usually is you know i i like to just uh, read through it um you know i don't necessarily want to hear it out um and and that just is a very individual uh preference um and 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 the same thing with say say you know money and finance and and books around that genre right so so that's sort of uh, where i'm at yeah so for me right you know i actually don't read by genre you know 
I'm very scattershot about how I come to the books I read. And, you know, I have these phases. Um, so, so, you know, just like people as they get older, mm-hmm. right, you know, they tend to read more nonfiction, right? Of course, right? But, you know, right. just because I do a startup, right, people will recommend, you know, read Hard Thing About Hard Things and read mm-hmm. this by Peter Thiel. And, you know, I do read them, right? But then, you know, if I keep on doing that, it feels like an extension of my work. Right. I, I, I never want to do that all the time. Right. So I actually wander quite a bit in my, in my, in, in what I read. So for example, you know, discoverability is the big issue, right. And especially with these tech platforms, right. I mean, even with the podcast, right. There's like millions of podcasts, right. How do you find yeah. one? And same with Kindle, right. You know, it's like infinitely scrollable list, right. The moment you open up Netflix, right. You spend the first 10 minutes figuring out unless you're binging on something, right. What do mm. I watch? Right. This discoverability issue is I think the key kind of second question that happens that you don't have with the paper book, right? You have with the electronic media. And what do I read next? Because my options are infinite. Mm. And for me, right, you know, the Kindle recommendations are good, but you know, that is where, you know, I, I find technology other modes helping a lot. So basically, you know, I listen to podcasts, right? You know, and, you know, for example, you know, if you listen to people like Tim Ferriss, right? Or, mm. Um, or, or some other people, some, sometimes, you know, they will call very interesting guests and some of them have written books, right? And and then I will make a note, you know, as it's kind of a different version of what Artida said, right? They're not narrating it, but you said, oh, wow, um, this guy sounds so smart. Um, mm. Maybe I should read his book. So, you know, a couple of years ago, I read, uh, I heard this guy, Yuval Noah Harari on a podcast mm-hmm. by, by Ezra Klein. I said, oh, wow, this guy, you know, <laughs> sounds very 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 unique and then i bought sapiens and then i bought a couple of other books right Mm -hmm. so i see myself finding what i want to read from other technology sources like podcasts and so on Um, and you know so a lot of people know that bill gates you know gates notes is where he he actually recommends right what he has read i don't pick off a lot of things but i found that you know some of them are quite interesting right you know so i have some of the other resources right where, you know, I'll, I'll just go off there and, and, and pick off something that, uh, you know, I heard and make a note of it, right? Okay, this is something that I should probably download on the Kindle. And, you know, sometimes maybe earlier when I, I would have to travel, right? I would say, okay, maybe these are a couple of two or three books I will have. And over the next two or three weeks, uh, I'll just, you know, have them on my Kindle and keep, keep plugging at it. And it's interesting that you mentioned about, you know, if you're going out on a, on a trip, you're sort of carrying two or three books as well. So would you say that, by sort of switching over to a Kindle, you're able to read a lot more. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. There's there's no question, right? Uh, everyone has their own reading habits, right? Sometimes you will step into some theme or something, right? And you know, um, and you know, you will kind of dig around that, right? Uh, whether it's meditation or, or or something like that, right? And you will you will kind of read books by the same author or or some couple of other uh, authors in, in in the same area. And, and Kindle does make it easier rather than, you know, having to say buy the book of Amazon or wherever, wait for it. Mm. I, th- I think that completely, I mean, you know, your um, the amount and the ease of reading has, has definitely gone up with the Kindle for me. Has there ever been a, a, a time where you've liked a book so much on the Kindle that you ended up buying a physical copy of it just because of the sentimental value and you wanted to hold on to something uh, in your library, perhaps? So, you know, Arpita being in marketing, right, you know, she she does get a lot of uh, 
uh, get a lot of like hardcover books, right? From various sources mm-hmm. like events and all of that, right? So what ended up happening, you know, coincidentally was I read Sapiens, mm-hmm. as you know, many of you have. And you know, I got really, uh, you know, that kind of got me into meditation among all things, right? You know, of mm-hmm. course, you know, I know that Yuval Harari is, um, is a expert meditator and he talks about it in his podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and after that, you know, Alpita actually got um, Sapiens and, you know, we have the hard copy of that. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, now I know I will often go back to the, the hard cover uh, version of it uh, mm. that we have. Uh, so, but, but, you know, have I actually gone ahead and pro- procured a, a hard cover of a hard copy of what I read? I actually will probably do that now. Uh, last week, I read a graphic novel on my Kindle, which was not the best experience. You know, you should actually read the graphic novel in actually, you know, because the Kindle still now is not a good format to read uh, comics or graphic novels. Right? I agree. One, right. But it was so good that I actually finished it. But mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe I should get the proper um, hardcover version. Right. Right. On the next segment, we discuss how Arpita introduced audiobooks to their daughter and how Shomik manages to find time to read every day whilst running his startup. Book summary apps. Do you guys use any of that? Because that seems to be a really popular trend these days, right? When uh, you've got you've got ads uh, put out there saying people would spend so much time reading a book. It's faster with the Kindle, but now you've got an app like Blinklist where, you know, it's got about 17 million users who sort of have these quick recaps of really uh, heavy books. Correct me if I'm wrong. These are purportedly, they want you to, to save you the trouble of reading this, say, thousand right. page book yeah. and give you the, the presses of whatever has been written, right? I, I find it to be self-defeating to the purpose of reading, right? Hmm. And then it would be it would be like a homework or a, or a lesson, right? Where someone has told me I should read these books on business or marketing or strategy, and I, I consume that, right? And maybe maybe that works for um, you know business or self-help and some of those things, because you know I, I haven't given it a shot, so I I'm not qualified to comment. But, you know, coming back to Ulysses, right? I mean, no one, James Joyce would be <laughs> turning in his grave if, <laughs> if someone <laughs> told him that, you know, there's a, there's a, like a half an hour summary of, of that available that is really popular. So I think, I think it works for some formats probably, right? Where you can condense the lessons of it, right? Some of these apps actually condense it to like five minutes, 10 minutes, not even 30 minutes. So you can only imagine what the uh, releases would look like in that, in that time frame. Right, right. Uh, and you know, see, uh, a lot of us just, you know, read to, to wander, right? And, you know, like mm. take your mind's places, right? You know, and, and, you know, not actually go through something like, you know, workout. I have to finish it in five minutes. Imagine you had um, something fiction. Right. And how do you perceive um, the book? It, because it's no longer up to your own imagination, but to the imagination of the person narrating. So, for instance, you're reading a line of dialogue and you can take it that the, the character is upset or sad or down or whatever. But the narrator can read the same line and perceive them as 
maybe a, a different emotion altogether, maybe being angry. And because they're reading it, you'll perceive them as being angry as well. So do you see that as a problem? Like, for instance, even with children's books, I imagine, like, do you do you think that actually curtails the child's imagination because they're just hearing someone else read it out to them rather than them having that inner voice sort of experimenting and trying to understand what that emotion could actually mean in real life? Um, I'll give you an example. So Harry Potter, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, you know is, is a book which I always wanted uh, our daughter to read, you know, uh, and, and I wanted her to read all the books and, and really, really live, live them through. Uh, but what was interesting is because I, I used to listen to audiobooks, uh, she happened to, uh, you know, literally fiddle with the phone and and happened to uh you know ask me and be very insistent about it where she sampled out one of the harry potter books uh, and was very intrigued by it and the fact that because uh you know the voice modulation um you know and and the quality of the rendition was was so so good um and, and so I, seamless. I believe yeah. i believe harry potter yeah. on audible is is narrated by stephen fry yes. as well <laughs> and it had to be stephen can never go wrong with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so the thing is before we knew it our 7 year old managed to make me uh, at least you know download uh, some of them with the promise that she will read them you know and the good thing is she is heavily into reading as well where i ensure she's reading real real hardcover books uh, but she managed to get her way through the Harry Potter series, you know, and, and that is where I think because the way it was, uh, you know, narrated and how the emotions came through there, that was actually very favorable uh, in a way. Uh, but I do agree with you, Arun, where it's more important for us to naturally live through the book and mm. and, and, and feel those emotions for real, uh, rather than having, you know, somebody really uh, influence us on it. But to be honest with you, there's no good or bad here. It's mm. more about you know, what works for you for that book and, and, and what would really, you know, bring your interest up uh, for that particular title. So, You know, there's a very funny meme going around with uh, even with Harry Potter, just because just because you bring it up. Uh, now in the books and in the audio version, uh, there's this uh, line, uh, I think it's probably from the Goblet of Fire, where Dumbledore actually says, did you put your name into the Goblet of Fire, Harry? And he asks calmly, but in the movie, if you've actually seen it, he's actually shouting it out and he's super angry. <laughs> well, I, I remember the scene distinctly, right? He's like, he's losing it and and all hell breaks loose and they go into a different room and, oh man, you start Harry Potter and then I go into a different world, even if I'm on a podcast, not necessarily on a book. <laughs> right, right. But, but you know, Arun, to, to that same point, right? Um, audiobook versus you reading, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you are kind of, following someone's pace right mm. uh, so sometimes you know especially you know i like to read a lot of uh, for example um you know uh, humor or satire mm. or sometimes you know there are some passages where you know you will laugh and then after a bad you will come back to that right because it will stick in your mind and you will say mm. oh this is kind of like woodhouse right like yes. wow this is so, such a beautifully mm. crafted sentence right yeah. audiobooks don't give you that impact right so i think it, it really it really depends uh, you know in many places right you know sometimes how lines are crafted and you know you want to go back and you say oh wow highlight it and you say wow it, it really needs many multiple visits to find all the nuances that he's getting at here right so he or she that i feel is is something um, you lose control of in, a, in an audiobook right and, but but you know of course you know just with harry potter or if someone like stephen fry is narrating 
i find it like <laughs> you know we would uh, often listen to it together but you know some of the things when you know you are trying to uh, read uh, you know uh, you know interesting word play or something like that right well mm-hmm. do it at your own pace you know that actually this is a completely off topic right you know and maybe you can uh, it's irrelevant i actually found the the best um, advice to reading was something i found on a podcast actually and you know it's actually mm. changed my reading habit significantly so mm. so you know the actor hugh jackman right yeah so he was on a on on, on tim ferris podcast right and and he was talking among other things tim was asking hugh jackman about his reading habits so he said something interesting he said you know most people like to read before going to bed at at night right i mean you know that's kind of mm-hmm. common habit yeah yeah and he yeah. said you know at the end of the day we are actually very tired right you know and and you know our brain is not in a receptive place so he said you know what he and his wife do is for the first hour of the after they wake up right they read then in bed before they have started anything else hmm. and, and you know they say that you know your whole perspective to reading actually changes right think about it right you know the first thing you did before you brushed your teeth you picked up your smartphone to look at your mails right say you know it's very quiet and you know whether you're early riser or whatever you stay in bed and pick up your book and and you know just just read and that fundamentally for me right you know and you know i'm not uh, i'm not able to do that many days but when i do that right that fundamentally you know it 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 feels to me right you know my receptiveness the way i start my day and you know the way i can absorb what i get in a book is, has changed and you know that was kind of like this this little trick that he suggested and i said okay that that sounds very interesting and I, when i tried it out i said oh yeah this versus reading at night when i'm like really tired and you know sometimes you know i'll just read a couple of pages and fall asleep yeah, that that really made a difference for me there you have it folks in a world of kindles kobos audibles and podcasts old school print on paper will continue to exist but in no way are the best means to enjoy a book cuz can't really associate purism to reading at the end of the day people always need knowledge and people always need stories and hopefully stories better than brand the broken as stated from game of thrones may i want it but let's be honest here classrooms of the future will dictate how the gen zets the gen alphas and beyond engage with this written word or perhaps it may be the spoken word but it will continue to be stories and it will continue to be knowledge which will forever reside at the very core of the book industry and impart the joys of reading this was a second episode in this series let us know what you thought of it by sending us a message on our instagram handle at hyom podcast Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google and all other leading platforms. That's it from us today. Until next time, don't forget to unmute yourself. <laughs>